Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. C-A-M-E-L-S From Hollywood, Camel Cigarettes presents the Jimmy Durante Show. I think Kitty, I think Kadu, I think Kitty. Oh, what a Yes, the Jimmy Durante Show with Alan Young, Roy Bargey and his orchestra, the Crew Chiefs Quartet, Candy Candido, and yours truly, Vern Smith, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. The makers of Camel Cigarettes wish all their friends a very merry Christmas. Light up a camel and let Jimmy Durante and his company make your Christmas Eve a pleasant one. And now, here to start things off with his pal, a talented young comedian, Alan Young, is the wizard of Schnoz himself, the one and only Jimmy Durante, in person. You've got to start off each day with a song. Now, even when things go wrong, now you feel better, you even look better. Attention listeners, if you got a new radio for Christmas, don't throw it away. That was me. <laughs> and now with my pal Alan Young, I'll, uh... Hey, Alan, where are you? I'm up here in the roof, Jimmy. Santa Claus was supposed to be on our program, but he's stuck in the chimney. Well, push him through. All right! <laughs> Santa, after falling 14 stories into the fireplace... Are you feeling all right? I'm feeling mighty low. Jimmy, Jimmy, we saved old Santa Claus. Now I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Same to you, Alan, but I'm kind of glad the excitement is over. I didn't mail my Christmas cards in time, so what happens? At the last minute, I had to seal 500 envelopes and lick 500 stamps. Jimmy, how did you do it? Does anybody want to buy a cocker spaniel with a dry tongue? Well, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, I guess, I guess now's as good a time as any. Here's my Christmas present to you. Oh, Alan, you shouldn't have done it. It's a beautiful gift. I'll lift the cover. Uh, just what I wanted, a musical garbage can. Jim, with all your important friends, I'll bet you forgot about poor little me. Alan. <laughs> he said that kind of shy. <laughs> Alan, you're laboring under a misprehension. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm afraid you're laboring under a mispronunciation. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, but that's neither Chris nor Kringle. Here's my present here. Don't spread this around, but I knitted it myself. Well, it's a lovely tie, but what's this lump hanging on the side of it? That's the big toe. It started out to be a pair of socks. <laughs> well, Jimmy, you know, it's flattering you should remember me after the busy week you've had. I understand you flew to Washington to deliver Christmas gifts to some of your influential friends. Yes, Alan, and my first stop in Washington was the British Embassy, where I dropped off my present for little Prince Charles, England's heir apparent. 
who at the moment has more apparent hair than I have. <laughs> well, I, I hope you gave the little prince an appropriate gift. I hear for Christmas he's already got diamonds from Africa, rubies from India, and gold from Australia, because, you see, that little boy represents the British Empire. What did you give him, Jimmy? A safety pin. <laughs> a safety pin? Yeah, can you think of a better way to hold the British Empire together? <laughs> joke I got from Noel Coward, and if he wasn't such a coward, he'd show up for Noel. <laughs> I don't know what Noel means. <laughs> but Jimmy, who was the next notable figure on your list? Alan General Eisenhower was the next notary public on my list. And when I heard that he was in Washington for the holidays, I went over to his hotel suite to see him. And when I rushed in the door, General Eisenhower himself rushed up to me and said, hurry, Jimmy, run out and get General... I know, General Marshall. No. General Clay? No. General Bradley? No. General Electric. A bulb was out on his Christmas tree. <laughs> but, Alan, the big moment in our interview came when we exchanged our biographies, autographed in Latin. He wrote in his book, Artis Gratius Artis. And then I inscribed the Latin phrase in my book. Well, Jimmy, what did you write? E pluribus unum or six semper fidelis? No, the greatest Latin phrase of all, quanta la gusta. <laughs> Ah, Jimmy, there's only one Durante. Yes, Alan, modesty forces me to agree. There's only one Durante. What do you mean there's only one Durante? I got a million of them, a million of them. <laughs> Everybody wants to get into the act. It's, it's a girl. How do you like that? I've been transcribed to a more convenient body. <laughs> But look, I don't know what your game is, but I'm Jimmy Durante. I'm Jimmy Durante. I'm Jimmy Durante. Take a good look, folks. Can you tell which twin is the phony? <laughs> uh, it's humiliating. It's exasperating. Gosh, Jimmy Durante's voice in a beautiful figure like yours. What about it? Well, it's like opening a jewel box and finding a salami sandwich. <laughs> Alan, after that remark, I refuse to speak to you any further. Consider yourself ostracized. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. I, I'll see you later. Now, look, lady, what's your trouble? Well, I'll tell you. You see, I got myself a job as a lemon sorter. All day long, I have to put the big lemons in the big boxes, the medium lemons in the medium boxes, the small lemons in the small boxes. But I quit. Why? Too many decisions. <laughs> They're making Durantys in mass production so everybody can have one for Christmas. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm beginning to recognize the imposition. Why, it's my old pal who's been knocking them dead in the nightclubs around the country, Rosemarie. Hiya, Jimmy. I mean, hi, Jimmy. Ah, it's great to see you again, Rosemarie. What brings you here tonight? Well, Jimmy, I just stopped by to get my Christmas present from you, and it's something very personal. I hope it's not a lock of my hair. I'm already down to scalp. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jimmy, I'm afraid all I want for Christmas is to hear you play the piano again. Why, I'd love to, Rosemarie. Just sit next to me here on the piano bench and let the scent of my taboo take its toll. <laughs> Jimmy, what a lovely arpeggio. 
Where did you ever learn such a haunting phrase? A passage inscribed by the gurgle of a clogged up water pipe. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. You know, when you play like that, it, it does something to me. It's just as though you were playing on my heartstrings. If you listen, Mr. Steinway, I think I found something to replace the baby grand. <laughs> I love that man. I don't claim that he's a Petaruski, but you must admit he's got his point. He's never played the president's ball or a concert over Carnegie Hall. But I've been cheered at some of the Bowery's better joints. I know that I'm a fool to ever fall. You couldn't help yourself. If you're his type, I want to warn you all. It's not his mind, it's his music that makes me mad for that man. He makes me melt. He's got magic, and his piano is part of his plan. It's unintentional. He's unconventional I always play just how I felt I play my melody upon the ivory Like this <sighs> Look at that gal melt <laughs> That make your spine shiver But listen You know that's not chopped liver <laughs> It's not his mind But it's his music That makes me mad for that man Oh, what a technique The musical genius I show no mercy. <laughs> it's not his mind, but it's his music. He says that she's mad for that man. I'm a gone gal. He says that she says she's, she's mad, mad for, for that, that man. man. you're enjoying this Christmas Eve program. We also hope you're enjoying Camel's rich and full-flavored, cool and mild. Camel's choice tobaccos are properly aged and expertly blended for your smoking enjoyment. Light up a Camel. C-A-M-E-L-S. Why did you drag me away from the studio? Just to come outside and look at the Christmas tree lights? Yes, Jimmy. Just the sight of them brings back memories of home and childhood. Nostalgic memories, Jim. I guess you're right, youngie. It puts me in a nostalgic mood, too. It kind of gets you. Yes, Jimmy. You see, 
This is my first Christmas away from home and mother. Oh, I see. Gee, every Christmas Eve of my life, I used to get into my long woolies and Mama tucked me to bed. And Mama placed a long, cool kiss on my forehead. And she just isn't here to do it tonight. Alan. <laughs> yes, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. If you listen, Mrs. Young, it may be all little bird, but I'm feeding it worms tonight. <laughs> Oh, thanks. I feel much better now, Jim. I can't help thinking when I was a kid around Christmas. Santa Claus never visited our house, so to make up for it, my dad told us the family cow was a reindeer. He told you the cow was a reindeer? Yeah. For years, I thought that antlers, antlers hung underneath. Oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> that one. Well, that's a logical misdemeanor. <laughs> anyway, I know how you feel, youngie. Gee, I'd love to be a kid again tonight. Now look, Jimmy, let's not both be carried away. You could never be a kid again. Who couldn't be a kid? Why, I remember just like it was yesterday. Sixteen years old and a non-student in 3B. <laughs> Alan, tonight, why don't we pretend that you and me are a couple of little kids that live in the same block, spending Christmas together? Okay, Jimmy, but kids have all got to have nicknames. There's Big Ear, Freckles, Bucktooth, Dimples. What's your nickname? I ain't got one. I have no outstanding features. <laughs> I love those Christmas fantasies. <laughs> but, Alan, you go ahead and I'll go slip into my short pants and beanie and join you later. Ah, memories. The Youngs were very poor. There were 22 kids in our family, only 21 pairs of socks. Mom called me Blackfoot. <laughs> yeah, 22 kids. The only thrill we ever got was the year we played ourselves in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I'll never forget that one Christmas Eve. I wrote a letter to Santa Claus. I said, Dear Santa, I want a bicycle. I needed a stocking to put it in, so I made my brother take off his. Long stocking, strong elastic. But then I sneaked downstairs and overheard Mama and Papa talking. Papa said, Mabel, this year I think we can buy little Alan a bicycle. After all, we only have 22 children. John? Yes, Mabel? There's something I want to tell you. You see, I... Oh, no. No, no, not again. Not again. Ah! <laughs> so, after Papa took a slow boat to China, I realized I wouldn't get that bicycle I wanted for Christmas. I was beginning to doubt whether there was a Santa Claus, so in my darkest hour, I turned to my only friend, seven-year-old Jimmy, who was the leader of the gang and the roughest, toughest kid on the block. I knew he was ready for action when I heard him say... Hopscotch, anyone? <laughs> hey, Jimmy, hey. How come you look so worried, hey? Ah, uh, we have to move. I think the people upstairs from us got a bad leak in their water pipe, I think. What makes you think so? Last night I finished my soup three times. <laughs> well, let's do something. Let's go feel for nickels and pay phones. Hey, look who's coming down the street, hey. It's that rich boy in his Fauntleroy suit and long curls. Yeah. He... <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's good. He thinks he's good just because he wears socks. Yeah. Hey, Algernon. Hey. Yeah. Why do you wear them long golden curls? Well, I'm only six years old, and my mother won't tell me if I'm a girl. Or a boy. <laughs> Whether you 
a girl or a boy? No. And the suspense is killing me. <laughs> well, I think I'll see you later, Jimmy. I think I'll go look for a woman with a bustle and hitch a ride into town. <laughs> How can you go into town? It's almost Christmas Eve. Ain't you going home and wait for Santa Claus? Ah, what's the use? I don't think there is a Santa Claus. I've been wanting a bike and I know I ain't going to get it. What's the matter? You crazy or something? Why, I know there's a Santa Claus. Last year, he brought me a beautiful bike with a bell on it. Yeah, bet you didn't see him. Nobody sees Santa Claus. He sneaks into a house one night, and then he goes away for a year. Ah, oh, that ain't Santa Claus. That's me old man. <laughs> you know, you're, you're supposed to be the toughest kid in the block. Now I find out you believe in Santa Claus. Alan, just because, just because you're tough don't mean you don't believe in Santa Claus. Santa Claus is real. He ain't a fig newton of the imagination. Yeah. Well, if he's real, how come I ain't getting me bicycle? Look, Alan, you go on home and wait, and I'll be by later. I'm going to convince you there's a Santa Claus. See, Jimmy, I told you I won't get that bike. Here it is, 12 o'clock, and no Santa Claus. Alan, you got to believe in Santa Claus. If you believe there's a Santa Claus, there'll be one. Listen, someone's on the roof. He's sliding down the chimney. Hey, it's Santa Claus. Jimmy, look at Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> look close, Alan. I think he's got something for you. Jeez, it's a beautiful bike with a bell on it. Santa Claus didn't forget me after all. Well, I gotta be wanting along now. Up, dancer. Up, prancer. Up, dunder. Up, Petrillo. <laughs> Petrillo? Yeah, he's there to see that anything with a horn joins the union. Gosh, a real bike at last. I'm gonna take it out for a ride right now. So long, Jimmy. Gosh, there is a Santa Claus. Well, I hope no other kid comes up to me and say they don't believe in Santa Claus. That was the only bicycle I had. <laughs> if you've still some last-minute gifts to give, why not get some cartons of camels? Yes, those camel cartons are all dressed up for the Christmas season. Bright and colorful, with a space for your personal greeting. A carton of camels is so easy to get. And such a pleasure to receive. And I'd like to add, I rip off the cellophane, open the pack, take a little puff and just sit back, going from jokes to the greatest of smokes. Folks, won't you try a camel? Gee, Jimmy, it was a great idea to invite the whole cast to your Christmas party. Oh, the very thought of having the whole gang with me warms the cocktails in my heart. Wait till you see the 30-pound turkey my cook Maggie is preparing. Hey, look through the window. The whole bunch is around the piano. How do you like that? They didn't even wait for me, the hostess. Let's go in and join them. Grab some turkey, don't be bashful, it's very nice. Besides, tonight I'm only charging ten cents a slice. 
Enjoy yourself, folks. Enjoy yourself. But nobody eats the avocados. I just rented them to make the table look classy. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, all your friends from the show are here. What a turnout. There's the... Listen, everybody, listen, please. Attention. Folks, folks my good friend Professor Nutburger wants the floor. Thank you. I have just composed a little Christmas poem to my wife, which it does me pleasure to read. My wife wanted a new mink coat. To get it was quite a production. So I just bought her two little minks and gave them an introduction. I made a Hey, Jimmy, I'm getting hungry. Take it easy, youngie. The turkey will be ready soon. Uh, while I'm waiting, I'll try one of these olives. Mm. Tight pimento. <laughs> It looks like everybody is getting hungry. Okay, everybody, let's eat to the dining room. Let's march, march, march to the table. There's a turkey, so let's get our share. Let's march, march, march to the table. Let's hope he's got bicarbonate to spare. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Jimmy. I don't see the turkey on the table. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I'll talk to the cook. Maggie, Maggie, where's that cook? Maggie, why don't you answer? Did Chloe answer the first time? <laughs> it's humiliating. What's taking so long to get the turkey ready? Well, Mr. Smalls, I covered the turkey with gravy made out of brandy, scotch, bourbon, rum, and gin. And I put them in the oven. Well, what happened? Well, then two hours later, I opened the oven door and the turkey was blowing a tin horn. And shouting, Happy New Year! <laughs> well, look, Jimmy's been telling me what a great cook you are, Maggie. What are we having besides a turkey? Well, sir, I've been preparing a special recipe that's been handed down from my grandmother to my mother and finally down to me. What is it? Matzo ball soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm look at the turkey. Oh. Uh, what a cook. What a cook. Boy, what a cook. She can fry a crepe better than Suzette. Hey, Jimmy, somebody else is coming to your party. I wonder who it is. Well, why don't you open the door and find out? Okay. Relax, boys. It's Hot Breath Hallahan. I'm glad. I'm glad you came, Miss Hot Breath. If the oven breaks down, you can finish roasting the turkey. Come on in, Hot Breath. Well, uh, don't just stand there, big Blonde and boneless. Can't you see I'm standing under the mistletoe? <laughs> and, uh, what about you, banana beak? <laughs> Ain't, uh, no one gonna take advantage? Go ahead, Alan, kiss her. Now, nah, Jimmy, you go ahead and kiss her. No, you kiss her. Now, nah, you kiss her. No, you kiss her. All right, I'll kiss her. Can we take that trip again? I think I know the road now. <laughs> but go ahead and mingle with the guests, Miss Hotbread. Would you like a warm Tom and Jerry? Just send over Tom and Jerry and I'll warm them up myself. Uh, I love this kind of carrying down. <laughs> all right, all right, to the dining room. Let's march, march, march to the table. We want food, 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 and so let's march, march, march to the table. On your mark, get ready, set, go. Wait a minute. This is the Vastikating. Still no turkey on the table. Maggie, Maggie. Oh, yes, sir. Where's the turkey? 
Well, he took another drink of that happy gravy, and now he's making passionate love to a can of chicken soup. <laughs> this is a crisis. She's laughing, and I'm being rubbed out of the social register. I don't know how I'm going to keep the party going. Just leave it to me, flute snoot. <laughs> I'll liven up the party. Let's turn out the lights and play some party games. Uh, I don't know any games. With the lights out, you ought to be able to think up a few. I wonder if she has a luminous checkerboard. <laughs> well, well, what do you say, boys? I think the food is ready now. Let's eat. Okay, everybody, let's eat. Come on. Let's march, march, march to the table. We'll rip that turkey, tear him right apart. Let's march, march, march. What's the matter now, Maggie? Well, this man here done sneaked out into the kitchen while the party was going on and ate all the turkey. What a catastrophe. Candy, Candida, isn't there anything left of that 30-pound turkey for our Christmas dinner? All that's left for Christmas is his two front teeth. <laughs> there, I felt like a father to that boyd. I even spent two weeks with him in a deep freeze. But never mind, gang. I got ten pounds of jelly beans hidden under the mattress. While Maggie's roasting them, gather around the tree and pick out your presents. Jimmy, you really took care of the gang tonight. Ah, schnoz, you are a real Santa Claus. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Maybe not, Jimmy, but you're the closest thing to it. Come on, gang, let's go. He's Jimmy the Santa Claus. Thank you. I'm the partner of Santa Claus. His toy bag isn't on his back as he goes through the snow. He's got a better place in front. He hooks it on his nose. I'm Jimmy Durant Claus. I'm the partner of Santa Claus. Gee, you got me puzzled. I recognize that reindeer. I'm not sure, but somehow he looks like the leading reindeer. The partner of Santa Claus is Jimmy Durant. Feeling mighty snow. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Santa's on the way. Who can afford a car today? I ride an open sleigh. He's Jimmy the Red Claus. I'm the partner of Santa Claus. Tonight is Christmas Eve. We know so up and down the hall. No creature stirring, and before old Santa comes to call. We'd like to wish a Merry Christmas to you, one and all. From Hot Breath, the Mahawaja, the Professor, the Fruity, Candy Candido, Rosemary, Alan Young, and Jimmy the Red Claus. In person, Jimmy the Red Christmas Eve symbolizes for all of us the joy of giving. This week, as every week of the year, the camel people are happy to send free camels to servicemen's hospitals all over America. This week, among other hospitals, free camels are being sent to Veterans Hospital, Hines, Illinois, U.S. Marine Hospital, Vineyard Haven, Massachusetts, Veterans Hospital, 
Outwood, Kentucky. That makes a total of more than 180 million cigarettes that the camel people have sent to servicemen, servicewomen, and veterans. Well, Jimmy, it's Christmas Eve and just about time to hang up your stocking. Alan, that's what everyone's doing. And folks, this is one night I don't have to be clever to know what's going on in your living room. The Christmas tree is all lit up. There's a bit of mistletoe hanging somewhere. The little folks are getting ready for a very long night. And the time for the real Santa to arrive is getting closer and closer. But more important, tonight our hearts are full of Christmas. We shake hands a little bit stronger. We say hello a little bit warmer. We walk a little bit lighter. And tonight, the world is a lot, a whole lot better. But does it make sense for all these things to last only 24 hours? When our Christmas tree and our mistletoe disappear? Should that be the signal for us to act any different than we do now? I don't think so. You know, it's a long year to every Christmas. Let's make it a long Christmas to every year. Young. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Durante. Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. The Jimmy Durante Show was produced and directed by Phil Cohan. Listen in again next Friday night for The Jimmy Durante Show with Alan Young, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. The makers of Prince Albert wish all you pipe smokers a very merry Christmas. Fill up your pipe with P.A. It's the National Joy Smoke. Camel Cigarettes also invite you to tune in the Screen Guild Players next Thursday night when they present Pinocchio with Fanny Bryce, Henley Stafford, Jeffrey Silver, and Hans Conrad. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.